2: me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody, I want to welcome you to the Dr. Pat show talk radio to thrive by but most importantly, for those of you that were listening before, welcome back. Uh, yes, the way that we do this is we go in and out each hour, um, uh, but this is the day where you get three hours on I me, mean, three, live, in the flesh, making it happen, living the life, taking the leap. Hi, Mr. Benny. Hiya. Oh, yeah. How you doing? Doing Pretty awesome. Good. So if you're, if you were dating, then you get like 24 hours of you, right? Okay, wait, say that again. You're significant. Uh-oh. Well, you said you spent three hours with Yes, you. that's right. I get two. Yes. So if you were having- if- if you're dating someone yes that's right be 24 hours do you see that in my future yes i do oh my god thank god amen someone's looking Woo. out for you <laughs> got your match profile <laughs> up right now i got you oh no Just oh my goodness that match profile <laughs> that's a whole taking a leap you talk about take we're ta- we're talking about taking a leap here at a whole new level that was taking a leap for me you know putting that match.com profile up there i've been Ooh. there I know you've been there. I seen you. I learned from you. Wait, wait, wait. You saw saw me jumping, going there, or did you see my profile? I saw your profile. Now it's really getting weird. Back in the day. No, so it's really weird. It is weird. So you were looking at my profile. I did look at your profile. How'd you like it? I thought you did a great job. That's what I said. I I learned from you.
3: My pictures were okay.
2: I learned from you.
3: I put pictures of like five. But I have to tell you, Benny.
2: There's one thing that I always admired (laughs) about you with this. (laughs) You really did the whole dating thing really well. You I really did? did. Yeah, you did. When I don't want to go into don't a whole think lot I think I did. I think okay. you did. Wow. I think you did well, because you did some very very leaping kinds of things. And I was just in awe about it. I could never do right. some of the things you did although People would never auction on me, man. They oh, were just like, oh. Well, you're right. You're absolutely right. I'll tell that, you that. That was, uh, that was like, woo. I didn't think you'd remember that I part. did remember that, and I remembered how you looked, too, because you were like good all times. fancy dancy stuff and oh, looking yeah. good. That's a good and, picture. I know. Thank
3: you. Appreciate that.
2: Oh, my gosh. Benny and I have been together way long. Mm-hmm. This is interesting. You
3: remember my dating patterns. I
2: remember your dating patterns. Now here awkward. we are. Pretty <laughs> <Now>, for- awkward. <laughs> wow. Right. And now here we are, <laughs> and Benny as twins. yeah, He's like, like, you know, from there right? to twins, that's a giant leap. Yeah, there you go. Wow. Woo, that's good. Wow. Well, thank you, Benny. <laughs> that's why Taylor's so quiet in the other room. Taylor's like, "Do not bring me in." Yeah, either. right. Um, mom's yeah. a word because yeah, he doesn't Taylor's want to. Yeah, Taylor's like, "I got to stay habits. out of what they're talking about." <laughs> well, you know, this is really this is really kind of cool <laughs> because so far this year we have taken a leap at the Dr. Pat show and actually not even at the show. Um, But my own personal platform, Benny, I I had an idea that I wasn't going to be able to launch Call to Shine. I mean, a million reasons. And then things just lined up and I had to take the leap. But who is the expert on this? Well, I'll tell you who. My guest, Heather McCloskey, joining me here today. Heather McCloskey Beck, joining me here today. Because this is really about a conversation That enables us to look beyond the beyond. Now, here's what I want to say about Heather for a minute. I I, I always love this. Sometimes these short little bios that I get are so jammed packed with information and, and, and contribution. I have to just read this for you. You know, she is, and you're going to hear it today, inspirational author, speaker, musician, and founder of the Global Peace Movement, peace flash. This is dedicated to creating dynamic peace within our world. Wow. Um, Heather is also a columnist for the Huffington Post and frequently speaks to people all over the U.S. and is now going out there internationally. Why? Because she's called to shine. That's why. And so here we are with her uh, looking at How to Grow an Amazing Accomplishment, Facebook Pages surpass 1 Million Fans. Here she joins us as both somebody that understands the nuances of taking the leap, but also the end game around that. How does someone rise up in life and come to create something as amazingly powerful and contributory as a global peace movement, peace flash? Wow, I'm in awe. Heather, welcome to the show.
4: Oh, thank you so much. I'm really, really very pleased to be here and honored. Very honored. Thank you, Pat.
2: You know, I have to ask you, um, I can't even imagine, and and, you know, maybe this is just me, but what is it about your journey that called you to create a movement that had such global transformative impact? What was it about you personally, Heather? That's what I'm asking. You personally.
4: (laughs) It's take the leap. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Really, really, it's take the leap in a different connotation. Mm -hmm. Before I was born, before we're all born, we're in this form of essence. We we kind of create these little contracts of what we're going to come in here to do. It's what I call our calling. Mm -hmm. And so we each come in. We're this brilliant genius. There's nobody exempt from this. Not one baby arrives here without amazing talent and capacity. And then because of the social enculturation that we greet after that nanosecond after we've been born, we, we meet up with resistance. And so for me, fortunately, I, the resistance wasn't strong enough to keep me away from knowing what I really wanted to do. And so from as a tiny little girl, I knew I knew is about kindness and respect for humanity. I The only reason I can tell you how I know is that I understand that that this is calling. This is something that was really set up, my work to do here, and in a really joyful way. I've, I've lived through a lot of remarkable experiences, a lot of profound challenge, which teaches us, of course, compassion yeah. and care, and it also allows us to see those beacons of light that say, okay, this is what I'm drawn to. Mm -hmm. I'm compelled Mm -hmm. to be working in this area. And so, as a really young girl, how would I know at three years old, before, before, you know, when I was just sitting with a family, and I remember overhearing this conversation, this sounds strange as a Chinese girl, but capital punishment, I was like, what? Yeah. You know, I didn't know it in those words, but they were saying, and I said, what are you guys talking about? You know, three or four years old, and it was very clear to me that already at that point in my life,
3: mm. in
4: my feeling, my world, you don't take another person's life mm. for what they've done, regardless that is not the way mm. that's not the way. so it was it, there are these signs in me when I was very little that I was composing music around these things and and uh, studying classical music that kept leading me to write songs. For humanity,
3: so mm-hmm.
4: it was. It was clearly marked out for me. Wow, yeah. <laughs> do I yeah. have to do this? Yes, you do.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, this is really what I wanted to, to really talk about because we're we are going to talk about take the leap. And you know, Benny and I were having a little fun at the beginning, but you have to you have to know one thing, as our listeners do. Benny and I have been together ten years in in a in an arena of radio that honestly no one was doing ten years ago, and I know. I don't know if you could recall going back that far, but 10 years ago or 2003 when I started, we didn't have smartphones. We didn't have digital media. You know, you could have created Peace Flash and most people wouldn't have known about it unless you did a worldwide campaign. And so we've been through so much in an arena where, you know, the people that looked at me and said, you're doing positive talk. You know, you think you're going to do this. You know, we give you about 30 minutes before, you know, everybody tunes you out. And so taking the leap has come to mean so many things. But what I love about what you shared, you're talking about a value system that is pulling people forward. And you said something before I really wanted to to, to really uh, have you speak to. And that is this idea of once you get that feeling, that pulling forward, that aha moment, capital punishment, what do you mean? It's it's like you can't go back. You know, it's like you can't go back before you heard that. You see what I'm trying to say?
4: Oh I do. Mm-hmm. I entirely understand it. <laughs> <laughs> when we when we're open when we're open wide and all our sensitivities are alive. I'm talking not just physical sensitivities but our intuition that that, that flashing connection to to our all knowing. Mm-hmm. When we are opened up to that, there is there's you, would, you don't even want to go back.
3: Mm. No, <laughs> you, even, you
4: don't. <laughs> like, are you kidding? But I, I understand what you say about your mm. doing the radio for 10 years yeah. because I've been waiting for like 30 or 40 years for, for social media platforms to show up. <laughs> I know right. it because one of the worst things and that I think really has stopped people is that there was always somebody in the middle saying yes or no. Right. If you recorded music, there was an AR person who said, you can have a recording contract and you can't. There was a publisher. You can have a book published and you can't. It doesn't matter what, there's a yes and a no. But now, with, for example, it was like, yes, I can. I can do this radio show. Are you kidding? And people are going to resonate with this. They're going to come. They're going to come because they want this. And I discovered that it was really compellingly clear to me to create Peace Slash, uh, to create a social media platform. And now the platforms are actually close to 2 million people around this planet right. that I can speak to every day, every day. And we have these conversations going and dialogues about what's important and how to move forward and how to how to really tap into our creative genius. How do we create a life that has meaning and value? And so... The fact that you started with this platform 10 years ago, mm-hmm. and it's really thriving, is so beautiful. I listen to you speak, and one of the things that I really, in these you know short 10, 15 minutes, have really enjoyed is one person said to me, Heather, you are one of the most irreverently reverent people I've ever met, and I think I just met my,
2: <laughs> my team player with that. I'm a doppelganger. <laughs> That's a new term now.
3: Yeah. 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 yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that That's that's the new. What is that? That That's the new fad. That, you know, the new term. Oh. But I love it. Uh, and I love what you're talking about. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk with Heather about Take the Leap. This is the book. But well, here's what I want to say about it. Listen to the rest of this. Do what you love 15 minutes a day and create the life of your dreams. You know what our theme is this year? It's activate your epic dream in 2014. That's what it is, Heather. It's not about these little, you know, I wish I could get ice cream today. It's what is, as we like to say here, your epicism for the moment. Are you ready? As Heather would say, are you ready to take the leap? By the end of the show today, you will be. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with The Dr. Pat Show and my amazing guest. We're going to give you a lot of information. We're going to tell you how to follow Peace Flash and much more. We'll be right back. My mouth drawing me in and you kicking me out.
3: You've got my head spinning, no kidding down what's going on in that beautiful mind i'm on your magical mystery ride.
1: how would you like increased health and vitality how would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process this is all possible through a simple safe and natural process
0: Don't know what hit me, but I'll be all right. My head's
2: underwater, but I'm breathing fine. You're crazy, and I'm. All right, here we're back. We're just, we can't wait to talk to y'all. We are so excited. Thank you for all for joining us. Um, Heather McCloskey Beck joining me here today, creator of. Peace Flash. We're going to talk about that, but we're going to talk about Take the Leap. Do what you love. And this is really, this is something I didn't think was actually even possible. Do what you love 15 minutes a day, create the life of your dreams. Um, Heather, before we kind of jump in and talk about this, I I would love for you to take a moment and and please give out the website so the people can find out more about you, more about the book, more about Peace Flash and anything else, uh, the many, many things that you've got going on. My website,
4: I'll say it and then spell it, is Heather McCloskey Do you want me to spell it or is that necessary? Yeah, no,
2: they can go to the dot okay. and just yeah. click right on the link.
4: So it's my name, Heather McCloskey That's the website. There is a Peace Flash website, which is peaceplash.org. But you know, a great place to connect with me and if people want to message me and communicate with me is on Facebook. I have an author page, Heather McCloskey Beck, author. And there's a Take the Leap page, and there is also Peace Flash. So any of those places are great places to start. They all they all connect with one another Right.
2: Wow. <laughs> I think it's great. Thank you, thank, thank you. you, thank you. Yeah. Okay, so my buddy, you know her, I know her, Colette Baron reed She writes a little comment in here. So I want to start here, right? She talks about you. But here's what I love. Heather McCloskey-Beck rocks a great life. She walks it, she talks it, she's the real deal. And she goes on to say, you know, some other things. Um, But what she says is that you absolutely glowed with vibrance, exuberance, and inspiration. If you want to be that kind of person, read this book. Heather will show you how to create a life that will make you feel joyful, inspired, deeply fulfilled every single day. How many leaps does it take to get that? (laughs)
4: <laughs> one leap into this one lifetime that's it one leap and then what it takes is awakening
3: to the mm. lifetime it, it,
4: it's becoming sensitized to the fact that every day is a precious gift and we we get so so wrapped up in our daily lives you know you get up in the morning you have your coffee you get the kids lunch you jump in the car you go to work you do your work you come home you grocery shop make the dinner help the stomach and go back to bed so this these patterns set up Resistance, a mediocrity—it's it, it, this—it's this numbing that occurs when we don't stop, we don't stop, and really think about what we're doing and really feel what we're doing. Right? Yes. Right? That's, that's pretty numbing. And and what happens is, we've all heard people say, "I I want to know what I'm going to be when I grow up." I want to, and they're they're forty, fifty years old, right? Right, <laughs> right. So it's a big indicator that there's something not right going on. They haven't tapped it, and so it really is important to understand that whether we're 18 or even 90, and I've had the opportunity to speak to 90-year-old women about this, and I've spoken to college students, and there's not a moment in our lives that we can't begin. So in Take the Leap, when, when I have the second part of it, is all about doing different practices how to, it, it, what it's really doing is retraining ourselves, retraining mm-hmm. our thinking, retraining all that that architectural framework that we've lived in, that social enculturation, and, and to create new pathways for ourselves to begin. So they're really simple practices, because we have to start simply, don't we? Because it's like, how do you create world peace? I can't do anything for world peace. Yes, you can. Mm. Yes, you can. And So we can go into that if you want to. I would like
2: to go into it, because I'd like to go into this idea of how we limit ourselves in our thinking before we even get out of the gate, right? Mm
1: -hmm. In in a
2: universe, a world that is so magnificent. You know what? I, in my youth, when I was, like, pushing a mail cart in the phone company, I used to push a mail cart to the Big Bang guys. Arnold Mm -hmm. Penzias, Bell Labs president, you know, the scientist, right? Mm -hmm. The dude that was like, oh, this is the universe, And I was fascinated by that back then because the idea of the infinite possibilities of the universe and the smallness by which we choose to to live our lives is such a gaping hole. And I could never figure it out for myself. So Mm -hmm. you see what I'm saying about the leap? Oh, yeah. Right. (laughs) Right. Right. So this is really what I hear you saying. I mean, so the question is, why do we, and how can we change this? Because I want to do both, you know, get a little insight. But I also want to, you know, why do we decide sometimes in life to choose to play, not to lose, instead of playing to win? And, and then create that for ourselves and wonder why. So how do we get from, from that and insight into why we do do that? to getting to this place where taking a leap is like breathing.
4: Excellent. Well, first to address the why and the how this this sets up is we're all born fully locked and loaded with these gifts. And so as children, if you think back, if we all think back to what we when we were, say, four or five years old, and try to remember what it was you loved to do. What it was that you would do that would make the world disappear, time stopped, whoever was around you in the living room while you were doing it, didn't exist. You were fully immersed in what you were doing. Mm. So for some, it could be coloring with crayons in a coloring book. Mm -hmm. For some, it could be dressing their Barbies. For some, it could be running outside in the the creeks. For some, it could be dancing in in their ballerina. It doesn't really matter what it was, Mm. whatever it was that created that expansive feeling within you, that is when we were still closer to being young and not so influenced by, by the environment that we were living in, whether right. it was in our family home, in our communities, in the schools, in our religious affiliations, political impressions, whatever the outside does to imprint on us, to show us this is how you live a life. Now, culturally, If we're in one part of the United States, we're going to have certain ways of proper protocol. If we're in Syria, there are going to be other ways of proper protocol, as it is in any place in this planet. But the same issue exists is that those impressions, those impositions, when they don't align with what we naturally want to do, create the the chasm. When, for instance, I, I, I wrote about in this book about this uh, fellow who really wanted to be photographing the tundra wolves and documenting their life. Instead, you know, the family are all attorneys, and they want him in the family business. And so, you know, in his late twenties, he's wearing a three-piece suit, the briefcase, and he's positively miserable. Mm. So, what happens? He's miserable. Everybody around him's is miserable because they can feel this isn't good uplifting energy. The business suffers, and that goes out into the world. Right. And you multiply that by at least 5 billion people. Right. What's happening here?
2: Oh. Oh. This is a big deal. It is a big deal.
4: And so the essence of it is it's not about what we do to earn a living. It does not have to be about that. It's about recognizing the fact that life is meant to be joyful. Life is not meant to be a horrible struggle and constantly stressed out. That is not it. That's an aberration. That is an aberration when we're not doing things that are positively productive, when we feel compelled and excited. How many people feel that in their day? Well, We all have the capacity to do this, but we've lost it. Not everybody, but too many people have Mm -hmm. lost that. Yeah. And they have no idea I could call finding their way back home to themselves. How do we how do I get back?
2: Right. I love what you said. You know what? Here's what I really am reflecting upon right now in this. This is very, very powerful. You're good. This is really good. What I'm reflecting upon are a couple of things based on what you said and based on what I read in the book. One of them is this 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 place that we get to in life where we uh, decide we're going to settle. Settle's the term I come up with. Some people call it compromise. I I don't know. Settle. That's my term. Because I've been there. You know, big corporate job, big salary, big this, big that, and just started to hate myself. And, you know, and and I'm not alone in this. And so then there becomes this place of real discomfort, right? Mm -hmm. You know, this thing that gnaws on us that won't let go, that tells us you're stuck. You're confused. You're depressed. It, now I'm really disclosing some personal information <laughs> right here. Here we go. You know what? There all, we the go. Other people feel feel that they're not alone in, right. in this right experience. Right. But what you're bringing to the forefront is that we can learn, and especially through your book. I love this. We can learn and rewire as all of the folks out there, Joe Dispenza, Bruce Lee, We're at a different place now because what you just said is so important. You know, all of those, a gazillion, billion, gajillion times that we say those negative things saying and transforming our thoughts, our emotions, our, our absolute possibility world also has that effect. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So Mm -hmm. when we come back, we're going to talk about what it takes to choose. What What does it take to choose? What does it really take to take the leap? And, Uh, What kinds of things can we share today so that we can absolutely embrace this epic year of taking the leap? And we're going to make sure all of you have lots of information. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about a couple different things. There's just so much in this book that I want to share with you. But there are questions and things in this book and exercises to help you move things along. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back with my very special guest.
6: Hey, do you like free stuff? The Dr. Pat Show has an amazing giveaway program doing weekly giveaways on Facebook and Twitter. Go to facebook.com slash thedrpatshow and click the like button. Then go to twitter.com slash thedrpatshow and click the follow button. Then you can play along and enter to win some amazing prizes. Again, that's facebook.com slash thedrpatshow and twitter.com slash thedrpatshow.
0: Where do you desire to go in life?
7: 10 a.m. Eastern to Spirit Guidance Radio with Shannon Walbrand on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show with South Africa's top psychic will amaze and uplift you. Call in to receive detailed, specific answers that offer immediate solutions as Shannon interprets messages from your spirit guides. Whether it's love, business, or health, your spirit guides are ready to help. Visit shannonwalbrand.com for more info. You are guided.
2: I love that song, Benny. I love that song. For many of you are thinking, "Oh, where does that song come from?" Well, I know the song came from um, Twi- the Twilight series. It was one of the key songs in the Twilight series. Yes, that is correct. Trust me on this one. You got to just trust me. Oh, on I'll that give one. you that. I have no. Yeah, clue. it is. I don't. Watch it is. Twilight. All of us. What do they call us? Twilight. What, there's a term for us that uh, followed that series and are still and are still <laughs> saying. Bring another book. I'm still. Take the leap.
3: So, were you Team Edward or Team, what was the other one?
2: No, I i was. Is that uh, from Twilight, though? Team yeah. Edward or Team whatever the no, other dude I name was, was not either team. I, oh, I, you played. Oh, you know, right. I middle. was the Ashley Green fan. I think she was a star oh, of the show. Totally different yeah, team. Yeah, that's a totally different it. team. So, anybody, welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> welcome back to the show. uh It's amazing, Heather, what we talk about here, don't you think? Are you still, are you shocked? Are you still with us here? No, I
4: love it. I told you, irreverently reverent works for
2: me. Okay, all right. But I recognize that song. And you know what? and you know what's interesting? Because we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about this right now. We're going to talk about the self-talk. Why do I remember that song? This is the imprint. This is how things happen. That is a beautiful, beautiful song. And it comes from a part of that movie that was very, very loving. So it stayed with me, right? The song. Uh, the part of the movie, um, a very, very loving, loving part. And so that's my relationship with it. But we also bring some baggage with us. Um, some people say we bring it with us from past lives. I'm not sure what I believe about that. But it turns into tuning into things that don't really honor us. And then we start to talk about ourselves in ways that are just absolutely horrific. I would love for you to talk about that in the context of what we can do and how it really blocks us from living those, that life we want.
4: It's really, it really is overpowering sometimes. And I, I, it comes with that, that resistance, that mediocrity that many times we don't even know we're doing it. So what the it in this is, I'll give an example. If you were saying something now, Pat and, and, uh, I didn't agree with you. Do you think I would blurt out to you, you are such an idiot?
2: (laughs) (laughs) No. I actually had Carol and Mace call me stupid once on air. Three you times. Know, Carol, <laughs> Carolyn's, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, she, does she know you? Yes, she does know me. And she yeah. actually was joking, but, you, yeah, you know, yeah, kind of yeah. like. She has
3: kind of a seniority thing. Yeah, might give to her.
2: she was like schooling me right there. But that's okay. <laughs> but, no, you wouldn't say that, and I wouldn't do it either. I wouldn't do it she to does, Benny. She, Benny yeah. wouldn't do it to me. No. 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 And, no. and Carolyn
4: does school, and her, she schools people when she's speaking, so that's part of her.
2: That's her, her. shtick.
4: Her way, yeah. Yeah. That's her. That's how she speaks. Even if she's giving a keynote, she's she's she just blasts that out sometimes. But but I would never say to you, "Hey Pat, you're an idiot." I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that for a variety of reasons. Not just because you (laughs) have me as your guest, but it's just rude. It's inappropriate. It's destructive. It doesn't contribute to your well being. It would be much better if I said, "You know, I don't quite see it that way." This these are my thoughts, right? So I would actively do that with you. However. We have no pause, no hesitation at all to, when we do something, that we make a mistake. Oh God, you're
3: such an idiot. Ugh.
4: So stupid. Ugh. These are like mantras in so many people's lives that they it, they don't even have to say it out loud, but it's usually whispered. Mm-hmm. It's usually there or said, you are such an How could you have done that? And mm-hmm. we beat ourselves up right. with these phrases that carry profoundly negative energy, yeah. and they make us, they just continue to reinforce how stupid we are, <laughs> which of course, we're not stupid, right. we're learning, right. we're trying to, the whole point is to try to be more conscious, be more aware, so that we can be more joyful, so we contribute more, and these are all the, you know, the arcing steps to it, but we have to begin with, hey, you're not allowed to talk to yourself that way, that, that's unacceptable. So we really need to become very mindful of how we communicate with ourselves and how we communicate with others. So we can do that. We can actually, you know, we can go through steps of, if we feel like we have a problem with this, we can, we can put post-its up. We can write little notes to ourselves. We can try to be so conscientious that when we hear ourselves do that, you can say, yeah. no, you're not stupid. That's, that, that's No, you're working hard. Good girl, keep going. You know, I mean, it's really, really mm-hmm. important.
2: Yeah,
3: it is. That,
4: that negative chatter to clear it up and, and replace it with positive phrasing. So in Take the Leap, there's a whole chapter on on phrases that are commonly that come up and then how to rephrase them and how to work with us. Another thing that that really blocks us that you and I were talking about yeah. in break is that we surround ourselves with so much clutter. Ugh. Now I'm not talking just physical clutter, right? Right. Our brains are filled to the brim with clutter and that can be even watching T V so much or on the internet so much that we're constantly bombarded by media or or games or we're constantly putting more and more stuff in there and this idle chatter, we're doing things in the house and this constant drone, this backdrop. So we need to create some space.
2: Create some space. Utter utter clutter. Utter (laughs) clutter. It's it's, it's devastating. (laughs) Its impact is huge. Huge. I, I know. You know all these things you're talking about. I'm like, oh my gosh, I know that one. You know, let's talk about this for a minute. The nuances of uh, negative self-talk. Someone said to me, oh, I don't know, a couple years ago when this this thing came out in our pop culture. This, which I absolutely. Every time I hear somebody say it, I just want to walk up to them and say, "Do you have any idea what that means?" Duh, that thing, right? I know. You know that? Duh, yeah, yeah, and I'm like, "What? Mm-hmm. We don't even. We've now come up with creative ways to tell ourselves we're actually not good enough." <laughs> yeah, well,
4: duh. <laughs> it can it's hard to get much more dumbed down <laughs> and debasing. Duh. Yeah. Like, everybody knows that, dude. Mm-hmm. You know, it's ridiculous.
2: Oh, my it's, gosh.
4: It's so self-deprecating. And, and it's also so disrespectful of whoever else you're communicating that to. It, it, I agree. It's so base.
2: And so, you know, these are the things that, you know, when our children or grandchildren or children were around, you know, express themselves in that way you know there has to be some way for us to stop it but even even for ourselves let's talk about this what have we discovered that can help us back up and at least cut ourselves a break because here's here's the next little thing that I'm discovering and discovered about myself okay now you have a little of awareness right now you know okay don't do that duh, duh thing right then you do it then you say oh Darn, I did it again. I mean, it's just like one thing after the other. We have to stop the cycle of this, don't we?
4: Yes. Breaking cycles is enormously mm. important. And one of the things that I feel is that we can't just resist and break a cycle. We mm. have to replace it. Right. We have to replace it with new new thoughts, new ideas, new patterns, new actions. So, for example... Uh, you might be told while growing up, even subliminally, you know, you're not very bright. You're not very talented. And who do you think you are?
2: Oh, that right.
4: You can step out in the world and whatever well, fill in the blank, right? And, and, you know, you really don't deserve to be very loved because you're not really worthy of that. These are, the, these are messages that might not even be overtly expressed. They may not be verbally expressed, but they can be expressed mm-hmm. in people's actions to us. And these deeply embed themselves into our hearts, our minds, our psyche, our mm-hmm. little soulful, tender selves. Yes. And when we begin to believe these things and integrate it it, it, it forms, it starts to form the pattern of how we view ourselves and then subsequently how other people view us and respond to us.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: So we have to begin in our relationship with ourselves. And when we develop lovely ways of Mm -hmm. communicating to ourselves, saying, hmm, I'm talented, and I really want to dedicate myself to discovering what those talents are, even though I may not know right now. I I deserve to be Mm -hmm. able to do this. I'm worthy. I feel this excitement in me. I don't know just where it's going to go, but I know I have something to do. So we need to nurture these things. So how do we nurture these things? We have to nurture. It's self-care. We have to take care. You and I were talking about mind, body, spirit. We need to take care of our physical bodies, right? We need to take care of our little soulful selves. We need to take care of the thoughts that we have. We need to give ourselves quiet time, solitude, some peace. We can do active solitude, which could be taking a walk in nature. Or just quiet meditation. We can garden. We can do things that soulfully support us, that begin to calm down the pace of life, to allow some space so we can begin to feel and allow in these positive things. So all these things that I discuss of speaking positively to ourselves, to getting rid of the clutter in our homes and our minds and in our relationships – that's getting rid of or putting at a distance the people who have served to take us down mm. so that we don't allow that. Instead, we replace it with positive self-care because when we take care of ourselves, think of that oxygen mask thing we get right. on the airplane yep. and that message comes on in, 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 uh, in case of sudden loss in cabin pressure, put on your own oxygen mask first and then help others around you. Why? Be unconscious if you don't and you exactly can't help anyway.
2: Exactly. What a great metaphor, right? I've been, you know, yeah. you and I are so linked up. I've been talking about that thing since the first of the year. Let's take a short break. When we come back, uh Heather's gonna help us walk through this and and really talk about the importance of fifteen minutes a day in creating the life you want and how to integrate this, how to get the whole thing jiving together. Stay tuned, we'll be right back with the Dr. Pat show.
0: Tap into your I AM energy to discover who you truly are and who you always have been. Dawn Smith offers a simple yet profound and life-changing way to discover your I AM energy that is hidden beneath the toxicity caused by choices we made consciously or unconsciously prior to today. This internal perfection is not an idea, a theory, or some vague notion or concept. On the contrary, it is beyond the grasp of the brain and its intellectual interpretations as it lies deep within the language of our hearts. Visit IamEnergy.ca.
5: Are you tired of being bloated and nauseous? Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Did you know eating unhealthy foods eventually leads to an unhealthy digestive system? Did you know eating the most healthy, nutritious food doesn't necessarily result in a healthy body? The stomach must be healthy in order to properly digest, metabolize, and utilize even the best of nutrition. Without proper digestion from the stomach through the intestinal tract, the nutritious value is not absorbed, and the improperly digested food can be more toxic to your body than helpful. You can be doing all the right things and getting all the wrong results. In fact, other organs may also be interfering with your stomach's ability to digest. Contact us today for your appointment at 888-777-4232. That's 888-777-4232 or visit us at maryjanemack.com.
1: What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires?
5: today
2: hey everybody welcome back to the dr pat show this is talk radio to thrive by for more information about us go ahead and go to the drpatshow.com or go to TransformationTalkRadio.com. And, and Heather, would you just take a moment and let folks know how they can find out more about you, about Peace Flash, and how to find that on Facebook as well?
4: Sure. My website is Beck.com And on Facebook, I have an author page, Heather McCloskey Beck Author. And the Peace Flash page on, on Facebook is, is wonderful. Please join us there. It's Peace Flash, two separate words. And, of course, there's the Take the Leap page for the book. So all these, these locations link, link you to me and me to you if we'd like to have a communication with one another, wide open.
2: I love it. Mm. So let's take a minute here and, and to, to sort of think about, we talked about a lot of things today, and I can't thank you enough for joining me here. Thank you. Um, really, really inspiring. What a great way to start the year off. But I wanted to ask you, you know, we're talking about 15 minutes. Really, what we're talking about is committing to ourselves and the lives that we truly want. How do we integrate all this? How do we get this in different places for ourselves to bring it all together?
4: It's an excellent question. First, I will say that the way I've outlined it in that part two of the book is very sequential. So it helps us walk through these. Very simple and uh, interactive steps but what we need to do is realize that we have the ability to create time that we don't think we have so how do we begin what's that 15 minutes a day about 15 minutes a day we would say I'm too busy but no if we schedule it in then we can put it on our calendar so let's say we say okay uh, at 5 o'clock in the afternoon until 5.15, I am going to, and you choose what you want to fill in the blank with that to be, I am going to, I'll go back to the art, the color with crayons thing. I'm going to color with crayons because when I was a child, that's what I loved to do and it brought me joy. So if we reflect on what we'd love to do and we're good, let's pick that. Okay. So I go out and I buy my little book and I write down in a little notebook, January 1st from 5 to 5.15. Colored in the crayon book, how does that make me feel ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> I'm wasting time that I don't have okay <laughs> January second five o'clock to five fifteen colored in the crayon book with the with the Crayolas. How does that make me feel guilty? <laughs> I really was supposed to be doing blah 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 right January seventh five to five fifteen. I colored in the crayon books. I'm really kind of feeling like I want to maybe move on to color pencils. And it kind of feels good. Then we get two weeks into it. I'm going out, and I am going to buy some paintbrushes and oils or acrylics and a canvas. And it was on January 14th, 5 o'clock to 6.15. Because we've ignited. We started creating
3: Mm. new
4: pathways, neurological pathways in our brain, new little grooves to incorporate that this is part of what is okay for us and how, and then we start connecting to the feel-good stuff with it. And we stop judging it and saying it's stupid and I don't have time and all the guilt and all the shame and all these things that have been bundled up with it. And by just committing to it and making ourselves do it, all of a sudden... We started creating new inroads, inroads to making this change. And when we realized, okay, well, I don't really have this time. What can we do? Well, I could get up 15 minutes earlier and have a cup of tea and light a candle and sit quietly and watch the sun come up. I could come home from the end of my day and not flip on the TV. Instead, I could sit down and quietly read a book or take the 15 minutes that now is an hour and a half. I could at work take a little time at lunch and go sit quietly by myself.
3: Mm. Maybe
4: bring that coloring, but whatever it is. See, we what we have to do is it's not about fighting against. I don't agree with that. No. I think it's we do is we put in new ways, and the old ways slip away.
2: Exactly. I love that
4: they slip away, they go away, they no longer exist. In fact, those, I'll call them neurobat, they shrivel up and die, and these new patterns of behaviors mm-hmm. are in place. So once these patterns of behavior get put in place in very simple ways that we have the capacity to do, from negative chatter, eliminating that, clearing out the clutter, self-nurturing, from uh, taking care of our bodies, our minds, being, and then taking time that we don't think we have and then create. once we get through all this all of a sudden we've just octave, we've just leaped all new level because we're feeling something more compelling coming in with a profound desire and that's when we begin to tap our genius and our calling i love because it we've done the groundwork we've done the work to prepare ourselves and then all of a sudden all these lights go on and connections happen and you can figure out what it is you're truly meant to do
2: I love it. I want to thank you for joining me here today. You know what? You know what's interesting? I, someone said to me, oh my gosh, I can't remember when, 20 years ago I first started on this path, when, when I thought my life was really miserable. And I read a Catherine Ponder book way back. And um, in the book, she talked about gratitude. And I learned in, in that text, a statement that was made to me. And it was that gratitude and fear or gratitude in any negative thought cannot coexist. And I spent about five years trying to prove that wrong. <laughs> all, right, a I'm a little, all right, so it takes me a little longer than most, right? But, that's, but you learn it really well. Right, I, I do learn it really well. But that's what I hear you saying. I mean, look, if we're replacing something with and you know for me i'm just going to stay with gratitude for a moment but it's not just gratitude it's other things it's behaviors mm-hmm. those other things we don't even remember where they go Mm-mm. but they're gone somehow
4: they go because they they were they were really phantoms to begin with they were somebody else's thought imposed upon us that was not our thought it was not our intention It is not how we came in locked and loaded. It is not the life we were directed. And so we're letting go somebody else's idea of what we're supposed to do, and we're aligning with what our purpose
3: is.
2: I love it. One last question. Thank you. This hour just slipped by. Take the leap, folks. Uh, Personal message. What would you like to leave us with here today? And thank you so much for all that you do. Thank you for your gift to the world and the lives you're changing.
4: Thank you. I, I would like to encourage everybody to acknowledge and respect that beautiful, some seemingly hidden grace that's within your own being, but then be bold enough to shine it, that brilliance, out into the world and
2: share it. Oh, I love it. Can we say, let's all take the leap together?
4: Let's say that.
2: All right, let's ready? Let's
4: say, take the leap. <laughs> all
2: right, take the leap. Thank take you so leap. much. Take the leap i love it and for those of you that uh wonder if i've ever taken the leap we'll have to post that skydiving picture of me up again on facebook (laughs) put it up now put it up all right ladies you heard it right here put that facebook put that skydiving picture up uh, of me again all right everyone thank you for tuning us in we have one more hour coming up here um stay tuned we'll be right back
0: You desire to go in your life. Are you only looking outside yourself for the answers? What if you use your soul's wisdom to lead the way? So what is the soul and how do you access its wisdom? Soul Suitcase with Victoria Cohen will unpack these questions and help you tap into and trust your own inner voice to solve everyday problems. Our Soul Suitcase is a treasure chest of wisdom inside us waiting to be discovered. Listen to Soul Suitcase while Victoria Cohen takes everyday situations like job loss, relationship struggles, parenting challenges, work stress, and health concerns and shows you how awakening to your inner voice helps you make more conscious choices where your life flows more smoothly with greater clarity purpose grace and ease as a psychotherapist and soul coach victoria has inspired thousands of clients over the past 31 years to listen to their inner wisdom and let it guide them on their true path you can learn this too on soul suitcase with victoria cohen your soul suitcase is packed are you ready to start your journey Talk radio.
6: Hey Moon, you want to know something groovy? Yeah, Jess. What's that? Dr. Pat has been on the radio for ten years. Ten years? Are you kidding me? That's awesome. I'll tell you what's awesome. She's bringing back the Pay It Forward campaign and holistic makeover to celebrate. If you want to know more or get involved, go to thedrpatshow.com or like us on Facebook at facebookcom show to get updates about everything we're doing.
7: Hi, I'm Michelle Bond, founder of The Bond Method. The Michelle Bond Method. Bonding you and your wholeness together, mind, body, and spirit. I'm the wholeness coach who shines the light on what you put into your body. Did you know there are over 7 billion people in this world, each with his or her own makeup, personalities, or preferences? Then how in the world can anyone think that one single healing method can work for everyone? It's just not possible. Even if you try to break it down and categorize people into different blood types, different body types, different astrological signs, it still doesn't work. Everyone is different. No two people are alike. If you want real results from your wellness program then it needs to be customized to work just for you that is where the bond method can help you it is a customized program developed for you to help you prevent or recover from a health care challenge and live your life with love joy peace and happiness who doesn't want that for more information contact me at themichellebondshow.com
0: Listen to the Yo! Andrew News Talk Show every Tuesday night at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. More info where to listen? www.yoandrewnts.com listen. Don't get your message lost in the mail. Email us with this address, yoandrew at yoandrewnts.com. How about tweet Yo! Andrew at AndrewTweetGeo? Taking a picture is easy. Instagram us today at @yoandrewnts.